You're invited. Join Bloomies in the Mosaic District for an art stroll on Saturday, June 18th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. and shop one-of-a-kind art by local artists. Pop by with your family and friends to also enjoy Bites by Colada Shop. And watch Chalk Riot in action as they paint the sidewalk murals in front of our store. Plus, get store-wide savings during our Buy More, Save More event. See you there. Hello, and welcome to Rhyme Entertainment Showcase with your hosts, Rita and Mel. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another great episode of Rhyme Entertainment Showcase. Today, we have singer, songwriter, composer, actor, and anti-bullying spokesperson, Dom Khaleesi. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate you. Pleasure. So how did your whole music journey begin? Well, uh, my parents convinced me to start doing piano lessons when I was about seven. So I've been playing piano for about 21 years. And what came with piano was, you know, uh, my mom reminded me this week that when I started piano lessons, I told the music teacher the first week, I don't just want to learn to play notes. I want to play songs. And he told me I have to go through the basics and learn the fundamentals. And I told him, okay, so you're telling me the minute I learn the fundamentals, I can start playing music. And he said, yes. So that was like the the beginning stage of me always wanting to go further. So I taught myself guitar. I started playing drums. Uh, After that, it was, you know, singing, songwriting. Then I got into producing and composing. So it was just this like natural progression of, of wanting more out of my music ability and constantly challenging myself. Yeah. Where did the, that love of music and love of making music come from? Well, my grandfather was in an independent country Western band. Uh, my grandmother, all I can ever remember, she's, you know, full-blood Italian. I remember every Sunday we go there for, for pasta and she always had Andrea Bocelli playing or, or you know, the, the Gaithers or like any just powerful music that I just that that was my childhood it was like food and music so for me it was like you know my mom plays piano my dad plays like the organ by ear so it was just natural for me to just kind of pick up an instrument uh but I decided to keep pursuing it when you know not just have it be a hobby but make it a career yeah 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 absolutely so I mean you know, I mean, you've gone through quite a lot in your in your journey. And one of that being is, um, you know, again, having a troubled experience during high school. And apparently there was an indie short made uh, based on your experience with somebody's hero. How did that come about? So I was living in Nashville. I had a new manager at the time. And, um, you know, we wanted to, to share my story to you know middle schoolers high schoolers around the country and just kind of talk about my story and 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 try to relate to them so hopefully they they felt like they weren't alone that was like the big thing that we wanted to do um and then zane stevens from atlanta had called me and heard about my story and he was working on uh an independent movie so he wanted to you know make the movie about my life uh, so I actually, I guest starred in one of the scenes of it, but I went down and I composed the whole soundtrack and, you know, I got to have a large part in it. So that was really important to me was make sure that we could tell the story as accurately as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Um, in terms of your experiences at high school mm. and what you've gone through, can you share with us a little bit about this? Sure. So I grew up with a speech impediment for most of my life. Uh, I was tongue tied, which means I, I had limited mobility with my tongue. So it created a lisp. And then from anxiety of, of just not being able to speak uh, correctly, I developed a stutter. So, you know, I was always very anxious. I, I had depression, uh, couldn't talk like the other kids. And I gave up playing sports to do music and acting. And at my school, that wasn't a preferred thing to do. So, you know, kids can be cruel uh, just to pretty much keep it simple. And uh, so I just had a really, really dark high school. Uh, middle school, you know, <clears throat> I didn't even realize I had a speech impediment until going into high school, because that's when kids really start to kind of point out your flaws. And that was really, really big for me was, was trying to figure out who I am, uh, who I wanted to be, but also why was I so different than these other people? You know, why, why can't I talk like them? Why can't I fix this about myself? So it was just, it was a big challenge that I felt I had to go through, you know, and I felt very alone. Like my parents didn't even know that I was going through all this stuff till I was about 17 because I kept it hidden for so long. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah amazing I mean you know going through such a a journey and a, an experience like that I mean I know that this took you to actually undergoing surgery um, yeah. at the age of 19 what was that like you must have gone through a lot of emotions around that time when you were Very. going through surgery so you know they the surgery was literally 30 seconds like they literally just cut they snipped a little the little cord under your tongue yeah. So <clears throat> they numbed it, they cut it and we were done. And I was like, okay, so what now? Mm. And they're like, well, the next few days are going to hurt because you don't realize how much you use your tongue until it's cut and it's a muscle. So it was excruciating pain for the next three days. Like you couldn't even drink water. You couldn't breathe without feeling your tongue muscles. So that was brutal for me. But then when the pain went away, it was a, a blank canvas for me. But that comes with a little bit of being nervous and scared because you're like, I'm not going to a speech pathologist to learn how to speak. I have to learn it from watching you. So I had to practice in the mirror and practice my placement. And it took me a good, I would say five years to really like get to the point where I'm at now. Um, and even to this day, uh, whenever I play a show, my tongue and my throat swell up because it's just, <clears throat> it's still pretty new. Uh, so you got to think like as a baby, when you learn to talk, you don't think about how to speak. Like it just kind of naturally happens. You, you think about you, how you speak when you're trying another accent or mm -hmm. when you're, you know, trying to replicate someone or emulate them. But it's very different when you don't know what your own voice is, when you don't know how I'm supposed to speak. So I had moved to Nashville even though I'm from the North, I moved to Nashville the same time that I was learning to speak. So I picked up on this country accent very, very quickly because I was emulating all the people I was around when I was songwriting. So that's really like for me, and I've even worked on trying to drop it a little bit, especially, you know, singing pop music. But it, it's a challenge for me because that is how I learned to speak, you know, later on in life. So that's always an interesting story to explain to people when I'm from the North but you know have been in Nashville for seven years yeah, and it really just goes to show that it's who you're around that you start to pick up 
their Absolutely. access. It's so amazing. easy to share. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing in, in that sense. Yeah. Wow. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to ask, what kept you going through those dark difficulties? Because obviously it's not only, I mean, that was a huge part of it, but also yeah. getting yeah. that confidence and, and like overcoming the anxiety. What got you through that and how did you do it? Uh, I was 16 years old and I saw um, a concert at the Civic Center in my kind of like my hometown. And we saw a band named Sugarland and we saw um, who was it? Matt Nathanson play. And I was up in the nosebleed sections and I remember seeing Matt Nathanson sing his song, Come On Get Higher. And when he sang that song, it gave me chills. And I said, I want to do that the rest of my life. Like, I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I want to do it. Uh, and I've always wanted to meet Matt Nathanson just to like thank him for like making such an impact on my life. But uh, that's really what it was. I grew up listening to Justin Timberlake and, you know, I got into learning about the songwriters behind the music. And it was just I just reminded myself that <clears throat> this high school, you know, four years was really nothing in the grand scheme of things. And I started to realize there were a lot of artists that had similar stories to me and like they were very different in high school. And and they were, you know, quote unquote, picked on for being different. And then they became these mega stars. So for me, it was like, well, hey, if they went through it, I can go through it. So I just, you know, I toughened it out in, in a sense. It was like knowing there's more, knowing I'm capable of more. Uh, and that's really what drove me was just, you know, I wanted to be I wanted to be the man that looked back and and, and could look at myself and say, look how far I've come. So that's really what it was. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. I mean, kind of moving forward, because you're also an anti-bullying spokesperson, and I believe there's a an anti-bullying tour that's happening yeah. nationwide, I believe. So how did that come about? Was it something that derived from somebody's hero and then taking it forward? Or was it something that you've always wanted to do since going through what you've what you've been always doing? wanted to do it? Mm -hmm. So then we I came up with this like the somebody's hero tour. And that was even before we did the film. So I had started the tour with my music. I wanted to be more than just a guy that sings a song. So yeah. I started the that tour and obviously due to COVID and everything, I haven't been to a high school to do uh, one of my assemblies in about two years. So I'm hoping to get back into it. But yeah, I mean, I, I'll go anywhere in the country. Um, I've spoke to thousands of kids and you know, I even said, you know, if I get to be as big as Taylor Swift, I would still come to your high school and middle school and do it because there's so much more than just being being a singer, being yeah. being an artist. And for me, I wanted to leave a legacy with a message. Amazing. Yeah. Or giving back in a way. Always. So what would you say? I mean, if someone was actually watching this and was going through, you know, bullying and what would you say to them to help them through that? Uh, one of the biggest things that helped me was realizing I wasn't alone. And, it, you, you know, you can hear that a lot. But when you see someone that actually went through it and says, look, you're not alone, like everything you're feeling, everything you're thinking right now, like it's OK to feel it. It's OK to talk about it. It's OK to let it go. It's OK to to let go of the demons. It's OK to like express how you're feeling to a loved one or someone that you trust and and really give yourself that outlet so you can you can find some inner peace um 
you know, that, that's, that was really, really big for me was, was realizing that I wasn't alone. It was even therapeutic for me to go to these high schools and realize that like, there are thousands of kids that are going through exactly what I did. And, you know, I got this tattoo on my arm. The first tattoo I got was my story isn't over with a semicolon, because no matter what you're going through, it's just one chapter of the grand scheme of your story. Uh, So, you know, don't let one chapter define your story. Definitely. That's great. Amazing. And I think as well, because even over here, there's so much going on in terms of bullying. That's right. Media, as well as school as well. I mean, do you sometimes get involved (coughs) on that side of thing in terms of when you're giving your message out to to kids in high school about social media as well? Yeah, social media is, is a good thing and a bad thing. Mm, yeah. you know it, it's it's very interesting how how much of it you're going to let it like control your life uh that that's a big message for me is like you don't realize that no matter what you say somebody's watching yeah. somebody's listening so be very careful on what you say mm. because that one message to that one person that one time could affect them their entire life yeah. their entire life and that was really big for me it was like realizing and telling these kids like you don't realize how powerful your words are like whether you're playing video go- video games online with that 12 year old kid that could be going through something really dark yeah you think you're forcing around but you say something that can trigger something mm. um that was really big for me so social media is a curse and a blessing to me um without it i wouldn't have a career but at the same time it could be very dangerous uh yeah. so that that's a big message for me is is just like be very careful in what you say because it will come back yeah, yeah yeah absolutely yeah. and I think also with that it, it's kind of the same as like when you are either you know making music films whatever you're doing in that media it's about right. knowing what you're saying and how that affects someone and you're Sorry. using your power here to really put some spread some real positivity to change lives and mindset which you know again thank you for doing yeah, because it's yeah. it's really thank helpful. you everyone so keep doing you Dom <laughs> I appreciate it thank you <laughs> no worries. so going back to your music how would you describe your sound if if someone's watching has never heard your music before um it's definitely pop pop R&B influences on your melody but uh lyrically I have a lot of background with southern roots like country music country music tells the best stories but I believe pop has the best melodies uh, and chord progression. So for me, it was, you know, I'm, I have a coast to coast sound living in Maine, and then LA and then in Nashville, I kind of developed this pop R&B with some Southern roots. Yeah, definitely love it. I, I always say that uh, my fans go to a Dan and Shay concert with Cowboy Boots Friday night, then they go to a T-Pain concert with a snapback on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Amazing. Love it. Um, so let's talk about your new single, Demons, and yeah. which is out now, was released in May, I believe. What, mm-hmm. um, what is the song about? Well, for me, it was about overcoming the demons of my past, uh, depression, anxiety, what I went through. Uh, for Eden Kane, who I wrote it with, it was about relationship. So we kind of wrote this double entendre where depending on what you're going through, you know, I wrote the hook, where do we go? Where demons won't follow? And so that could be so many different messages depending on who's listening and what they're going through so for me it, it means you know mental health mm. but for someone else it could be how do I overcome this breakup or relationship or whatever it is that's been haunting me 
So that's really what the song came about. Yeah, fantastic track. So what's in, what, do you, what inspires you when you're writing your lyrics and the music? Telling the story. Uh, mm-hmm. there, there are times that like I haven't been through what I'm writing about. But, you know, being an actor, you have to be in the moment. You have to become who that is. So sometimes I have to write from a place that is kind of foreign for me. But you just have to you have to live it, breathe it, be it and put yourself in, in those shoes uh, to be able to tell the story so someone can relate to it. And sometimes like with demons, you have to, you know, overcome what is it going to mean for this person compared to that person? So, you know, writing that double entendre and having it still make sense uh, is really important to me too. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I just wanted to kind of take back. So you were, obviously you mentioned how uh, connected you are with somebody's hero, considering obviously it was based on yourself. Um, But you've also done a stint of acting. Um, Yeah. To us a little bit about that journey and what that transition was like. What what is it like from going from music to acting? So I, I love acting. I always thought I would be on Broadway in New York City. That was like my big thing was I'm probably going to be on Broadway, singing, dancing, acting, kind of the whole thing. Uh, but then I got a couple opportunities to do a couple commercials here. And, and you know, I did the, the series 12. So that was really diving into acting just kind of came natural for me with music. Uh, it's not my first love like it is with music, but the way I see it is like entertainment is entertainment. So, you know, if I, if I can tap into that and become this character and transform, like that is so important to me uh, just as a human being. So, you know, that's really where acting kind of came about and uh, I'm excited for the future of it. Yeah. Do you find that it um, helps with the songwriting aspect of it also being an actor? Because it, because as, as you said, you're playing different roles, you're, you know, you're different stories, you're telling a story. So do you find that it actually has opened up in terms of you when you write lyrics? With writing as well as performing, yeah. uh, you know, knowing dynamics and, and when to hold back, when to push, you know, helping to control the crowd or the viewers is very similar when you're on stage as you are, you know, behind the camera. So sometimes it's a little subtle things that make all the difference. Sometimes you got to be extra big. Uh, so that, that yes, for sure has helped me in performance as well as songwriting and even singing behind the microphone because playing live is a different, wholly different stage than when you're, you know, in a studio. And, yeah. and I do all my recording usually by myself because I'm engineering, producing, writing, recording. So it's like, being able to know what hat to wear depending on where you are is very important I I think uh you know acting has helped me tremendously with that amazing so I mean tell us about the future of Dom where where are you going next uh hopefully you hear me in some major movies some tv shows some commercials um you know I just um I've been in the music industry for 10 years and I feel like I'm just getting started uh, so for me, it, it's really just being able to release back to back music that I'm really proud of that I had, you know, a huge part of, you know, I, that's really big was not just like taking songs, but I want to be part of the creative process of it right down from picking the instrument, the chords, the lyrics, the melodies to releasing it. So that's really big for me. And you're going to hear a lot of music from me. It's going to be, you know, uh, I never want to be predictable. So my next song might be completely different than Demons. Uh, and I'm doing that on purpose because I don't want to ever be put in a box of like, oh, he's just that. 
I want to be able to do a lot of things um, and a few of them really well. Good. So that's the goal. And I think that also as an artist, like, I guess that would also keep you, keep almost like the juices flowing because you're trying always. different things and you're always learning and motivating that, yourself. And, yeah, motivating and re-inspiring yourself. Yeah. And it's like, wow, I didn't know I could do that. And then you want to Absolutely. go and Amazing. that's where demons came about it was like you know i wanted to go more pop r&b a little lo-fi which is very different than what well, i'm the guy that wants to play the piano and the guitar and have it be full like band sound and then i had to take a step back and go no 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 let's take that out let's create this lo-fi underscore and let the vocals just kind of shine amazing excellent well, I mean, Dom, this is the time to uh, give any tips and advice to our viewers out there who may be looking to take that plunge into the music industry. What sort of yeah. advice would you give them? Be very intentional with your time. Don't get so caught up in, in what everyone else is doing. Um, know what your plan is and execute it. Uh, you know, if your plan is to play Madison Square Garden, like find what the obstacles are in the way how to overcome them and go execute. It's really, really, really simple. It doesn't have to be as complex as you think. Don't think that you're just going to put a video out on TikTok, blow up overnight and have success. The odds of that happening are very, very slim. So focus on creating a brand that a company can monetize on because that's what makes you valuable is creating a business and creating a brand and understanding you know, your monetary value to viewers and other companies and now you have yourself a career you know if, if people can make money off of you then you are far more valuable but also stay true to who you are as an artist and don't get so caught up in the hype yeah awesome. love it love it absolutely Great love tips. it thank you Tom. definitely thank you for having me no worries so where can our viewers find out more about you where's the best place to go i would say instagram facebook's cool but Sorry, Zuckerberg. It just, I, I just don't like your, your algorithms. You know, it is what it is. I like Instagram far better. Uh, I think it's more of a glimpse of into people's lives. So, uh, you know, Instagram at Dom Kalizzi. You can also check out domkalizzi.com. Uh, check out Demons on Spotify, any sort of streaming platform that you use. Uh, you can check out Demons and uh, be on the lookout for some new music. It's coming soon. Amazing. Forward to it. Definitely. <laughs> Just keep doing what you're doing, Dom. Yeah. It's brilliant. And thank we you. cannot thank you enough for being yeah, on the thank show. You. Thanks, great. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. We hope you enjoyed the show. Stay tuned for more Rhyme Entertainment Showcase. Where did the time go? Cause it seems to pass so fast Like a river flowing into Open water, baby, make it fast You're making my mind float And my thoughts are in the past Picture perfect, was it worth it? Going through the ladies' photographs Is it working? Are they swerving? Are you hurting from the nerves? Where you think of me like I think of you
If you have bills and debt piling up, a personal loan through NetCredit can provide funding up to $10,000 to help you get back on track if eligible. Visit netcredit.com today. All NetCredit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the NetCredit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com partners for more information.